What's up, bankers? Hello, bankers. How's everybody doing? We're both in bad moods, mostly me. Yeah, well, we were having some technical difficulties. We were a lot like Lewis Hamilton in 2016, having a lot of trouble with the switches. Apparently, that was a huge plot line. Was that Lewis was not good with the switches and the gears and... And while they had like 16 different buttons on that fucking car with 20 different settings within each, you know, button, Brian had an on and off switch that he couldn't seem to get right with the with the microphone. <laughs> but anyway, we're past that. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about an ancient rivalry. Two people who grew up as friends that then became enemies. We're talking about. Matt and Brian, of course. Me and Brian. No, 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 no. No, we're talking about Lewis Hamilton and Nico Rosberg. And in 2016, we had no idea that F1 was a thing, so we had to do extensive amounts of research. <laughs> That's what, right. Brian, what were you doing in 2016? 2016, I had uh, moved back to New York with my tail between my legs. <laughs> right, and I had just moved to L.A., and I was like, Brian, we're fucking... We're doing this Hollywood thing. You're like, nah, dog. I'm actually depressed. I'm going to go live with my parents in L.A. <laughs> in New York. In New York. In New York. I'm, I'm going to go live with my parents and work at French Roast Bistro <laughs> on the West Side. <laughs> that was our... And I had a, and I had just come out with a movie that I thought was going to like change my life, and it actually didn't. Um, nothing changed. Um <laughs> everything nobody in cared. a way things uh, got worse it was screaming to the abyss unlike this podcast which is going to change my life and going to fill the void inside of me and yeah so 2016 we had no idea what f1 was we were just lost little lambs but it was it was lit we were missing that this is what was missing in our life in 2016 if we had had yeah, this yeah that would that was a missing piece was this spicy drama honestly yeah, this was fucking spicy as fuck. And you know what? Knowing more, knowing more about you know the entire extent of their of their history as friends, turned enemies, turned now. Um, Lewis is indifferent, and and Nico <laughs> simps for him. Yeah, yep. Nico Nico's um, trying to be the magnanimous fucking guy, for sure. Yeah, but um, yeah, I wish that I yeah. had I, I had known about this because it, it's. You know, it's like this season we watched Verstappen and and Hamilton go at it as, as like rivals, but it was wild that for like a few years it was like the only people that were competing were they were fucking te- it was the teammates. They were teammates. They the- were in the same car, so you couldn't ever like play the game of oh right. well they'll be who's better on this. It's just who's better straight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't have Christian Horner being like, well, our car is a piece of shit, and the fact that Max won in it is actually a proof that like. <laughs> He's amazing because our car sucks. And if I can, and if I can, um, just dip into dramatic, like dramatic theory for a second. Yes. What Aristotle says, right? They talk about the, the levels of drama, right? Drama between strangers, the weakest. Drama between, mm-hmm. like, the better you know somebody, the the more, like, if you could set a drama, drama between strangers is never as compelling as drama between family or close friends because there's more at stake. There's more. There's there's more there. Like. Max and Lewis, they're of different generations. They don't know each other. They don't care about each other. This, they grew up together. Yeah, yeah. They carted together. Your, they, yeah. It be your own people, you know what I mean? 
exactly. it be your own people. So we're watching. We're not. We're watching a friendship just evaporate in front of us. It's like, who cares how Max and Lewis feel about each other at the end of the day? There's nothing. Right. They have, who cares? They never hang out. They will never hang out. It's irrelevant what they do. So. And I think for for our listeners, you know, it's like some of you are listening and then you were like, yeah, like I actually watched that whole season. So, like, I'm I'm aware of it. But you know what? You didn't have the fucking spicy, sexy little red flags giving you their hot spitting hot. Yeah. So, you, you, yeah. Maybe it's five years after the fact. But you know what? <laughs> there weren't we weren't. You know what else wasn't around in F1 after five years ago? Us. Us. We weren't there. Which sucks for every single person that had to watch F one didn't have us to kind of we're like you know refer back to we're like Columbus discovering America basically we're like yo this place is lit like we got to do our thing to it which is ruin it yeah. and like enslave people give them give them smallpox and all sorts but of turn horrible it into a di- fucking empire yes turn it into an yes empire. yes we're, we're an are, empire we we're gonna buy barstool we don't. Col- Columbus. We're going to put Barstool out of business. Yes. We're going to yes. put them out of business. We're oh, going to put Barstool, Bleacher Report, F1. We're going to put F1 out of business because the red flag is going to be so big that no, that that they're all going to be under our umbrella. So let's yes. fucking get into it. Yes. So before we get into it, I just what's interesting about F1 is, is it forces you to sort of think about different cultures and different people that you never quite ever thought about or interacted with. Because mm-hmm. as Americans, you know, I never thought about Finland once in my entire fucking life. Not one goddamn time. And there's there's yeah, there's this great um there's this great line in in Full Metal Jacket where uh, Matthew Modine goes, I wanted to see exotic Vietnam, the crown jewel of the so- of Southeast Asia. I wanted to meet interesting and stimulating people of an ancient culture and kill them. <laughs> you know, and there's this there's this tourism, there's this sort of cultural tourism of F1 where you you like where we go and we go to we meet these different people from different countries and being like this these people are trash. <laughs> Ferrari is trash. Who knew these right, Italians right. could be so fucking strident and egotistical? <laughs> but anyway, so I never thought about fi- Finnish people once. There's not a huge contingent of Finnish people in the world, let alone uh-huh. America. Uh-huh. But now I'm like, who are these Finnish people? Because they seem to be like the American Samoa of F1, right? Because in the United States, there's this there's this little um, like like there's this little island out in the Pacific where they just mm-hmm. crank out NFL talent at like a disproportionate <laughs> rate. They're these big <laughs> boys, that, mm-hmm. that, and they're like Troy Polamalu and all these guys. They just come out of there. They go to Hawaii or they go to USC, and they just they just they just hit different down there. Mm-hmm. Literally, they hit you differently. And they're bigger, they're tougher, there's just something different about them. And that seems to be, and it's a tiny, tiny little nation, and that seems to be the thing with F1. So I started thinking, like, and and Kiki Rosberg, Nico's father, is Finnish, and and uh, Nico is half Finnish, he's half German. But right, I, okay. I sort of started thinking about Finnish people, and I, and, I, and I realized, you know, if you know anything about history, it's funny to think... But, you know, we learn about World War II from the Western perspective. But when you look at mm-hmm. what was going on on the Eastern Front, did you know, Brian, that 80% of the Germans that were killed were killed on the Eastern Front? So Russia basically won the war. So when you're watching Saving Private Ryan, that's like a, that's like a sideshow. The people uh-huh. who really beat the Nazis are the Russians. So the Russians are this superpower, right? Right. 
you're wondering where I'm going with this. I'm going. I so, am. So but I'm excited. Everyone else. Is, so so Russia is this sleeping giant that Germany invaded and 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 Russia basically won the war and we kind of helped. That's kind of when you actually look at it from a global perspective. So Russia is this superpower that beat Germany. Okay, they they, uh-huh. they killed eighty percent of the German troops. This the, the not the German Russia beat the Nazis, right? Okay. okay. But what they also did. So the Soviet Union, they were the Soviet Union at the time. What they also did is they decided to, in their travels, in like about 1939, they decided that they were going to annex this dipshit country called Finland in 1939. They're like, you know what? Finland, we're taking that. Dipshit country, couple million Uh people. What are they going to do? Apparently, it was a lot. And it was called the Winter War, and Finland, they did guerrilla tactics. It was like, they had three times as many, I have the numbers. They had, you know, Russia had, you know, 20 times the the population, you know, exponentially more tanks, exponentially, you know, they had a hand, the Finns had a handful of aircraft, and, okay, so the total count was 70,000 losses on the Finn side, and... 350,000 on the Soviet Union side. Brian wow. literally Brian literally yawned just then. <laughs> I literally I literally saw him yawn. <laughs> and uh they 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 negotiated a peace because Finland was that difficult to conquer. And before Brian cuts this segment, I just want to say one more thing. <laughs> that in Finland, they have a a a word called sisu, and to the Finnish people, sisu has a mystical, almost magical meaning. It is a Finnish term that can be roughly translated into English as strength of will, determination, perseverance, and acting rationally in the face of adversity. Sisu is not momentary courage, but the ability to sustain that courage, and its doggedness, its grit, its and it and it's not for a second. It's just. And it's maintaining your cool under pressure constantly. So, and when I see this, when I see Nico against a superior opponent, mm-hmm. I see Sisu. I see the Winter War. I see Finnish grit and fucking determination. Fuck and yeah. Full, look at that circle being filled. Filling that <laughs> full circle. Fucking... <laughs> Down the fucking rabbit hole we go with Matt Olasoff. And, and I just think that the Finns should be appreciated for their grit and their determination. And, and Nico especially, because learning about Nico being half Finnish and like comparing him to people like Heikinen or compared to people like Heikinen or Raikkonen <laughs> or, or Botas. 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 Nico, Nico Rosberg is Eddie Murphy. In terms of just uh, charm and uh, how animated he is, mm-hmm. he's a charming animated guy. So, just shout out to Nico Rosberg, uh, shout out to the Finns, and their will to overcome any obstacle and their equanimity under pressure. Because I would say, yeah, that Nico Rosberg handled the pressure of this situation with stoicism and grace. Mm-hmm. And I like Lewis. I like Lewis a lot. I'm a big Lewis Hamilton fan. But watching the clips, watching everything, 
Lewis is kind of a bitch. <laughs> was Lewis not a bitch? Were you? Did yeah. you not come away like Lewis is a bitch? I definitely did come away with that. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because before this, I was kind of like, Nico Rosberg's so annoying. He is annoying. And he is annoying. He's totally annoying. And you know who else is annoying? Lewis is annoying. And Lewis <laughs> not being able to just, like, comprehend or accept or, or you know, the fact that, like, he was getting beat by the by his kid that he used to give noogies to. Right. And his refusal to kind of give Nico his proper due right. for for what Nico was able to accomplish did sit sour. It was kind of it, like sore loser. It's like you, 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 you're at this point. He'd already had one, two, three, three, already three championships was going to get more. Yeah. And he couldn't just kind of have his cake. He wanted to eat. He, you know, he wanted to have his cake and eat it too. He wanted to like, and that's that's happening a little bit right now with this little hiatus that he's taking and this like little threatening of whether he's going to leave the sport or not. At Is least that he's still kind of, going on? That's still going on. Like at least he's doing that like out of the public eye. He's just like taking himself out of the thing. But if he was like, you know, watching the 2016 clips, it's like you're watching that same kind of indignant like like bullshit actually like i yeah like well i i actually won the most races this year so like that's actually pretty cool that's actually pretty cool <laughs> i actually won the mo- most races in 2016 and then like i like i you know that's that's pretty cool and important too so you know yeah i guess he won but like i won the most races so suck my dick <laughs> yeah you know lewis has mastered the magnanimous in victory half mm. uh-huh <laughs> But the graciousness in defeat is just just eludes him. Yeah, just eludes him. He cannot lose graciously because he doesn't have a lot of practice with it. Right. And whatever winning mentality he needs to succeed, the way he's built, just right. precludes any ability to accept responsibility, admit vulnerability, anything. And that's sort of unfortunate. But I guess you know. It's kind of like when a when a millionaire or a billionaire is a dick, you're just like, well, that's how he's a mil-. It just sort of absolves right. them of their <laughs> shitty behavior. Yeah. Like when a billionaire is really cheap or like stiffs a waiter or you're like, well, that's how he got there. I'm like, is it though? Like, can't he just give the guy a tip though? Is that how he did it? And it's right. like, well, you know, he, that's why he, Lewis is a champion because he is a total cocksucker in the press conferences. <laughs> Like, can he walk and chew gum at the same time? Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So uh, let, let's get let's get into the fucking psychology of these of these two gentlemen, this Nico Rotsberg and this Lewis Hamilton, and where and 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 where their friendship began. Yes, and I and I gotta say, I in this story, I found myself identifying more with Nico. Weirdly, yeah, of course, yeah, because you're a fucking loser. <laughs> because <laughs> well, i'm human because i'm a human like lewis lewis oh, is like lewis is like a superhero he's like a robot he's a he is a machine he's a terminator he's a, you know yeah. you know we watch a lot of clips and read a lot about their history and basically it's kind of like the story is often told from nico's perspective because nico is the one with this arc right where lewis <laughs> is kind of just 
Lewis is just kind of <laughs> has no arc. Lewis just wins. He's just the Terminator. He just wins. Where Nico has like a rise and a fall rise and then off into the sunset. Right. But basically, Nico is the son of Kiki Rosberg, championship winning driver. Mm-hmm. He starts karting. He he takes up the family business, gets into the family right. business. Very good carter. Killing it in mm-hmm. Europe. Killing it in the karting scene. And then, they, then, you know, they're both, and I guess, in the Mercedes-McLaren umbrella. I guess Mercedes and McLaren were together at that point. Right. And Nico is on the Mercedes side, and Lewis is on the McLaren side. So then they do they do, like, a Marvel team-up at, like, 15. <laughs> yeah. And it was interesting hearing, like, Kiki talking about Lewis. And they're like, we had no idea who this guy was. He was from a council estate <laughs> in Stephen Ridge, which, by the way, I, I, I took a train pass there. I was mm-hmm. like, Stevenage. I'm like, that's where Lewis is. I look like such a shithole. Yeah. And not no disrespect, but it didn't, it didn't look nice. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's funny is they're like, they always talk about, you know, Lewis is like, you know, I came from a council estate. And I'm like, I love the Brits. Because to an American, the council council estate sounds like really nice, right? Like in, in the United <laughs> States, we're like, oh, so you grew up in the projects. We say the projects. Yeah, you grew up in the hood, like. Yeah. But in England, public it's housing, public housing, they say the council estates. That sounds so nice, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah, it's not nice at all. But the British- it's kind of like Mallorca. It's kind of yeah. like Mallorca, <laughs> where apparently Mallorca sounds nice, but it's a shithole. Mallorca sounds nice, but apparently it's the worst place yeah. you could ever go in your entire life. Yes. Um, um. So he's he's so this guy Lewis, and they were saying like Lewis did really well in the machinery. He could always make uh-huh. the machinery. They call it like the machinery or the equipment. They're like right. Didn't matter what equipment you gave him, he was coming in first. Like this guy yeah. could shine shit. Yeah. And they have clips of Lewis. And by the way, it's like these guys look so lame in the go karts, especially when they're <laughs> yeah. sixteen and they're like already like almost full size, and they're in these little right, right, fucking. And um. And I don't know. Like when you watch F one, you're like, I couldn't do that. But you watch the go karting, I'm like, I feel like I could place in this (laughs) (laughs) yeah like how hard is this well let's let's remember that our we have dominant plutos in our charts born (laughs) racers and we we need to do that at some point but yeah so so lewis this is in when is this 20 in 2000 so in 2000 lewis joins the yeah, yeah 2000 so in 2000 lewis joins the team um and so and it's a team of two it's literally a team of two yeah and it's fucking and it's lewis and nico are on a karting team yes together and yes. it's like you know it's like there'd be like in basketball it's like they played on the same aau team yes and it's like you know like these guys like you know they're on the they're on the same team and or you know a college team where you know the the fab five in michigan with jalen rose and chris weber and these guys look at look at the careers they went on to like you know all these kids carding them, carding with them, and who could beat them at the time were like, well, you know, one time I beat Lewis Hamilton. You know, I beat Lewis Hamilton in a carding carding race one time. But it's just wild. And but from the get go, 
little rich Nico with his dad's a Formula One champion, and he's just like, mm, look how good I am. I'm amazing here. And then this fucking kid from this from the, the estate comes in and just dominates. Just dominates him. Yep. But there's kids and they're friends and they are traveling together and they're staying in the same hotel room and they're like buddy fucking buddy. I mean, it's like, you know, if we went on if if we were on a traveling team together, just the two of us, you know, you must become so it's like and I think it's interesting to say it's like, well, they were only teammates for two years, but those two years are in such a formative time in your life. Yeah. And that's that period of your life is and they're just living together they're like they're the only 15 year olds that they're hanging out with they're their only company and that two years is basically equivalent to like a four years in high school or even middle like added like it just combined because they're spending way more time together than like you or i spent together in high school right i mean like in love island they say like a day is like a week it's like It's like when you're in the villa, it's like you go on a date with someone, right? And you go on a date, and then it's like you see them in a week, and you see them again. But it's like six straight weeks with you. It's like, it's like we're, we're fucking married. It's like, it's like all of a sudden, it's just so intense. It's just so intense, bruv. Yeah, and that's what was happening with that's what happened with these two boys. It's like you're traveling all over. You know, it's, it's just the two of you. And it's also what's interesting about it is that it's it's this is their last carding life because after this they went into like single seater cars. Like right after this was like their end of the carding world, yeah. Because they've been carding since they were like little little kids, but now they're like in their late teens, and it's like it's it's almost like the last moment before it starts to get real. Yeah, it's like you're entering the it's like it's like your college, and now you're entering into the real world. I think it was real for like, these guys then, though. It was. It, it definitely was. It definitely I mean, was. But there's there's something that's a little bit. It's like they were both in good positioning. They were both like going to, you know, like the early stages of their career, there wasn't that much drama. It was like they were talented, doing well. They both wound up going into single seaters, winning the GP, GP2 series, and then going into F1. And then, you know, then the money and the politics. I mean, a lot of them talk about like, I mean, you, Ayrton Senna, we watched the Senna documentary. Right. But like he talks about like the, the, the joy of karting when yes. it was just about it's the drive. Pure. It was pure before all the money came in. You're just a sponsored kid at this point, which is like you have a you have this umbrella. McLaren sponsoring me. Mercedes Benz is sponsoring me. But you're you're kind of like living under that umbrella and you're living in this little like play, this little sandbox where things can just be okay. I'm just all that matters is I'm working on my skills. It's not about contract disputes yet. It's not about. Well, the money is way less like the amount of money that. That the that Mercedes or McLaren are throwing at you to cart is infinitesimally smaller because karting is relatively cheap compared to right. a single seating race car. Of course, you're in the gym. It's like you're in the gym getting ready to actually get onto the onto the fucking court. Right, right. You're 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 shooting little short indies, short independent films, and like when you get to single seater, it's like okay, now you're in a studio. Like now you're working yeah. within a studio system. Exactly. And it's not it's not it's not mumblecore fucking Greta Gerwig quirkiness anymore. It's like you're <laughs> in a Marvel movie and you better not fuck this up because right. time is money. Time is money. And we uh, gotta fucking sell this fucking shit. So yeah, and uh there was the great I mean, you know how you know how bad you know how bad it's gotten for us when we're watching 
the World Karting Championship in 2000, and it's in, it was in Japan. It's entirely in Japanese. It's like uh-huh. Japanese, Japanese, Japanese announcing Lewis Hamilton, Japanese, <laughs> Japanese, Japanese, Nico Rosberg, and you watch Lewis win the World Championship, and Nico and Lewis is like yes, and Nico comes in like 12th, yeah, and he, and yeah. you're. You know what it is, Brian? It's it's um, it's Amadeus. <laughs> yes. And Lewis is just Mozart, right? Lewis has because you. I know Lewis is like I put in the work. You know, I work really hard, but right. He has like a God-given talent. I mean, there's just no other way because he did not have the same opportunities as anyone else. He had way fewer opportunities, but he's just so fucking talented that he just couldn't mm-hmm. be denied. And right. it didn't matter what car you put, what, what cart you put him in, he was going to win. And he has this God-given talent, and there's really nothing Nico can do about it. With all his opportunities, with all his money, with all he had every opportunity. He just—it's almost like you almost feel bad for Nico. You're like Nico was given every opportunity. It's like, well, God blessed Lewis. <laughs> yeah, Nico was blessed with money, but Lewis is just God chose him. And you, it doesn't matter. Money doesn't matter at that point, and that's right. how it feels anyway. And Nico no, almost feels like the the little guy. I mean, that's what it was. I mean, like just because Nico, it's like that's the beauty also of like of the fucking racing. That's the beauty of competitive sport is that you know as much as all these opportunities, but like who crossed the fucking finish line first? And it was Lewis Hamilton crossing the finish line first, and. Nico really was. He was like little kid brother. He was kid brother. He was Salieri, the jealous, exactly good, but not great, once in a right. fucking generation talent. Yes. And then they each go to, they, be, they both win GP2 in separate years. Yeah. Nico goes to Williams. Mm-hmm. And he's, and it's, Williams isn't as bad as it was then, but he definitely struggles. And Lewis goes to McLaren and is immediately in a good car. Yes. And he's mixing it up with Alonzo. He ties And he has beat, a legend he has a legendary first like his his rookie season is he's like the best. He ties Alonzo. Like le- he ties does he tie Alonzo? Well he beats him. No, he beats he Alonso. ties him yeah, in points, but he beats him based on this thing called the countback rule where like they then look at like how many wins you have or how many second like he he beats him. Really? They had the same amount of points. Oh my god. So it was like 207 to 207, but Lewis had more wins. Okay. Or Lewis had more um, – and then if, if you have the same amount of wins, then it goes how many second play – who has more seconds. So they figured out that way. And so they had the same wow. amount of points, but based on who had more wins or second place finishes, like that's – they uh, Lewis won. But this was the infamous season where they were just – it makes the, the fight between Nico and Lewis look tame. Where Alonzo right. basically blackmailed his team, and uh-huh. was like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, you, be- you better give team orders to me, or I'm gonna fucking blow up this whole. Situ- <laughs> I'm gonna bl- I'm gonna blow up this whole situation, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, a f- I'm about to fuck your whole life up, kid. Because you done stole from Ferrari, and yeah. no one steals from Ferrari. And I better tell everyone that you stole from Ferrari, so you better give me the team orders. Well, you're gonna sleep with the fishes, okay? You're sleep with the fishes, and they lose. To, but he loses to Raikkonen by one point. Yeah, I mean they, Lewis. Yeah, he came in and he almost won his fucking first year. Yeah, with McLaren, wins his second year because they got Alonso the fuck out of there. 
They got they cut the cancer out. out. They cut the cancer of Alonzo out, and then they're like, "Actually, give me the cancer again later. Yeah. Give me the cancer <laughs> right. again later." Zach Brown's like, "We could we could deal with this cancer. He's so good. He's such a He's good so- cancer. Um, <laughs> that's how good Alonzo is at driving." Yeah. And and he wins a championship once at McLaren, but then the, then there then McLaren starts to struggle, and then it's the Vettel dominant years, right? Nico goes to Mercedes. Mercedes is not great. Right. But he's battling against, he's, he's battling against Michael, Michael Schumacher. Schumacher and beating Michael Schumacher. Michael Schumacher is kind of washed. and um, But he's getting the better of him. Then it seems like um, Lewis, sick of the Red Bull yeah. domination, has to make a move. He moves to Mercedes to join mm-hmm. Nico. In 20... 20- 14. 13. 20. 13. Lewis comes in 2013. Nicky Lauda brings him over. Right. And, and the this real is the goat. beginning of the the real goat, Nicky Lauda. And this is like the beginning of the turbo hybrid era. And this is uh, there's the new regulations. These are going to be the new engines with these specific qualifications. And Mercedes is just on the fucking ball. And they're 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 so much more prepared for this change in regulations than any other team. So in 2014, drops in 2013 uh, nico won two races hamilton won once but like for the most part insignificant you know what i realized yeah being a race an f1 driver is a lot like being a movie star where you have to pick the right roles Uh uh-huh totally it's like lewis had to read the script of mercedes he had to read their Mm -hmm. script for the 2014 regulations being like man this is a banging script yeah. You know who can't read a you know who can't read who can drive a car but can't read scripts is Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> Daniel Ricardo re- reads yes. Cyril's Renault script and he's like this is this is going to be a hit and then it's like it tanks at the box office. <laughs> and it's all about like yeah. savvy career moves. Where it's right. like oh he cuz I have a friend whose mother was um Michelle Fiverr's assistant like a million okay. years ago. And yeah. he's telling me that like she would read Michelle Pfeiffer's because Michelle Pfeiffer was just getting thousands of scripts. And Michelle Pfeiffer yeah. like was like, ah, read this. And she, m- my friend's mom told her to turn down Silence of the Lambs, Clarice. <laughs> told her to turn down Thelma and Louise. So it's like, it's not just about talent. It's about the decisions that you make, which it's really about that. Not that 100%. Michelle Pfeiffer had a bad career, but. But it's just like you. She probably wishes she said yes to those and no to some others. But right, right, right. Um, well, it's also interesting because sometimes a driver will. It's like when you think about Michael Schumacher winning the two titles with Benetton and then being like, you know what? I want to go off. Everyone, everyone knows me as this kind of guy. What if I? <laughs> what if I like tried to win an Oscar playing like something so different from myself? You know, it's like. What if I tried to play someone who was like weak and you know like this uh, you know this this completely different character yes. and he goes to Ferrari to try to see if to try to challenge himself. It's like when an right. actor all of a sudden starts playing a role that's like what they're playing that type of role. And right. then sometimes sometimes that it, and for Michael Schumacher it worked out and you were like holy shit he can do he can really do it all. Right. And then for like a Sebastian Vettel. It's kind of like when an actor takes like a big risk and tries to win an Oscar, like playing some crazy character, and then just like d- never wins the Oscar. <laughs> like the movies are good, but they he doesn't. It, it's not transcendent, and that was his time at Ferrari was right. him trying to win an Oscar, not 
playing to his strengths. Right. At Red Bull. At Red Bull. <laughs> With Adrian Newey. Yeah. He was yeah, like, yeah. let me go to Ferrari and see if I can see if I can make it happen. See if I can right. fucking put this entire fucking team on my back. Right, right. And right, bring right. you back to greatness. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's all about career moves, career decisions, it's being savvy. Totally. And it's not just about skill. Right. And wow, we're so smart. It's so true. Anyway. So Nico, it's interesting because Nico's a little bit I'm now seeing like the George Russell almost comparison a little bit as well. With it's you know, like just being like he's a Mercedes guy, he's been a Mercedes guy, like they brought him through the whole thing. Right. Like he's always been under that umbrella and then like he was, you know, got the call for Mercedes. He was their he was their driver and then and then and then Mercedes kind of pulled a Red Bull this last season and was like, We're not gonna pull from our from our talent pool anymore. We're just gonna get a Checo Perez because, you know, we can't trust Pierre Gasly and we can't trust Yuki Sonoda and we can't trust Alex Albon. So we're just gonna get like an established guy. Well it's interesting because Mercedes and McLaren used to be related. Right. In the, right. So it's right. like so. So Lewis was not like outside the family. He was like a cousin. Oh, I want to. I want to talk about George Russell for a second. You brought up George Russell. Okay. I want to yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so everyone's like saying like so. WTF one had uh-huh. like a poll. Yeah. And it was like twenty three percent of people think George Russell is going to beat Lewis. And I'm just thinking to myself, <laughs> that is so fucking disrespectful. Twenty yeah. th- like almost a quarter of you think like. I'm looking at the people that gave the people that gave Lewis trouble. Mm-hmm. Let's look at them. It's Nico Rosberg, mm-hmm. and it's Fernando Alonso, and he's pretty mm-hmm. much just made a mockery of everyone else. Like so, and Verstappen, to, obviously. No, on his team. Oh, okay. With okay, okay. you know, with the same equipment, right? Right, right, right. And I guess Verstappen with different equipment, right? Right. Like, so it's like these are the people that have kept him up at night. It's it's Nico Rosberg, and it's and it's it's Fernando Alonso, and it's Verstappen. So, by saying that you think George Russell is going to beat or give Lewis like serious problems, you're basically putting him in that level. So you're saying George Russell is as good as Nico. He's as good as Fernando Alonso. He's because I'm look because I look at Nico's numbers even when he was losing. Yeah. to uh Lewis. Hamilton like ha- like he was you know how close he was close like it was like yeah it was like they were finishing three times one better two than every Botox race yeah, yeah, second, yeah 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 he was like the best <laughs> yeah, second yeah. driver of all time right, like, right, right. he's really good yeah <laughs> so to think that they're going to like just be like, might be another Nico Ross. I'm like you know how good you have to be to like be in his orbit you have to be a all-time great led you have yeah. to be Verstappen you have to be Nico you have to be so it's like, yeah, I think, you know, maybe George like according to because he gets into Q three or Q two occasionally. Well, what are we basing like, this on? What are we basing it on, Brian? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I think that people feel like here's what people feel like. People feel like because he was able to do what he did at Williams, what's he gonna be able to do when he gets in that Mercedes car? But I think that what's what's interesting about a guy like George Russell is that like it's it's kind of like it's it's this classic thing, which is like, can you could you are you a qualifier or are you a racer? And some of these boys are are amazing qualifiers, and they can hit that racing line and they can get that quick time. But when it comes to the actual racecraft and and being at the front and be, and challenging in that way, like I'm a little bit like that's gonna take some time. 
He's not used to that. All of a sudden, I, I, I could see, I could start to see uh, George Russell qualifying really well, but then like not being able to like fully hack it in the race. So I have the numbers. I have the numbers. Going into yeah. 2016, going into the season, yeah. that the, the big season, Lewis had 23 wins. Uh-huh. Nico had 12. Yeah. Which is, if you compare it to Botas or other teammates that, you know, the, the you know, the, the random year at McLaren yeah, yeah. when, you know, right. I mean, other people like that's really good. Yeah. Nico had 23 poles to Lewis's 21. So Nico was a really good qualifier. It was the racing. Exactly. That's the magic. That's the it's magic. The racing. That's the magic. So Nico out qualified Lewis in those in, in that stretch where he got where it wasn't that close, like where he wasn't even in the conversation of winning a tra- yes. championship. So like. So George Russell's like magic qualifyings. That's all I've seen from him that suggests anything. Right. So you have and he like, might be able to he might be able to be on pole and 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 you know win some races because he just gets out in front. And it's it's hard to overtake and like and those are the races that he wins. But it's like it's about that fucking and 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 some of these battles that they got into. Let's get into like the 2014 but the, season. And there's there, then there's no and there's also no. There's also the assumption that maybe Lewis has declined a little bit. There's also that assumption, right? But there's just no pre- there's no data to suggest that Lu- that that George can beat Lewis. You're just talking out of your ass. Yeah, and you don't like. And, and if you say that, you just kind of don't fuck with Lewis, and that's and you want that to happen. Yeah, you want that. Which wishful thinking? You're really like, it's wishful thinking because you're um, racist. Okay, so, <laughs> um, <laughs> so in 2014. <laughs> At an hour into the podcast we get to 2014 okay so in 2014 this is when things start to get start to fucking get interesting because this 2014 season was pretty epic it was it was it it starts out and i think they go back and forth but in in, in, in bahrain. bahrain in bahrain, in bahrain was yeah, things fucking work started of art. To, work of art it, it was, was like ar- oh when Fuck, when, like, when people are like when people are like nailing Verstappen, it's like that's not what racing is. It's supposed to be you know tough but right, fat. Right, right. They're talking about Bahrain because right. these guys like had knives to each other's yeah, throats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they never broke the right. Skin. They were just it was going millimeters. They were like just. Eh. <laughs> Where Max is like takes it that extra not inch but foot or yeah. yard right. or you right. know what I'm saying like it was beautiful yeah, yeah yeah it was like they were synchronized right. swimming it was watching them just trade places weaving in and out squeezing but just giving each other there was respect yeah. there was respect it was ch- it was like. In the NFL, it was like that was a hard hit, but it was a right. clean hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a clean it's hit. It's wheel to wheel, wheel to up. wheel racing. And yes. Max Verstappen does wheel on head racing. Those, that's Max Verstappen's <laughs> version of racing. <laughs> it was unbelievable watching those, and 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 kind of never did that again. They never did that again. Right. But that is the that is the platonic ideal of what racing right, should be. Right, 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 right. Of how two people should race right, right which is also it's it's also I very british it. it's very like kind of like it was it's still a gentleman's game you know it's still yeah. a gentleman's <laughs> game oh. 
<laughs> Matt, Matt, Max is watching that clip, being like, "You could put, you could have put him in the wall there, <laughs> there." He's like, he's like, he's like, I'd rather watch Senna crash into Prost <laughs> to win the championship. <laughs> he's like, that's that's my fucking version of him. It's kind of um, like, you know what it is? It's like, it's like when someone watches like Taekwondo or karate that knows Krav mm-hmm. Maga or like, uh-huh. uh, like it's like, oh, that's pretty. <laughs> But this yeah. is how you actually beat someone up in the in a fight. This is how you actually right, kill right, somebody. Because right. all that yeah. shit is just it's martial arts. It's an art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is actually like I know Krav Maga. I know how to fucking like hit you in the fucking like dislocate your knee and gouge out your eye. That's Max knows uh-huh. Krav Maga. And Max, Max also, you know, there's that clip, there's that UFC fight where it was Ben Askren versus um, Jorge Masvidal. Okay, and, I'm way outside my comfort zone now. Okay, well, basically, this there was this fight where it was like, you know, like okay, they're they're fighting, and and Ben Askren was like a wrestler, and a, and like a, a, a like almost like a collegiate top wrestler, like amazing wrestling skills, and then they they go to fight, and he's talking all this shit, and then the fight lasts three seconds because Jorge Masvidal just charges at him and knees him in the head and <laughs> knocks him the fuck out and just punches his face like four times, and he's just out cold, <laughs> right. That's the Max Verstappen. Right. Right. Style I'm kneeing you or driving <laughs> you in the head. <laughs> yeah. So Bahrain happens. It's a respectful battle, but Lewis gets the edge. And you see in the in the aftermath, like, they're really cute with each other. They're like, they're like, oh, like, I almost had you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, almost, yeah. I, it's amazing. I almost had you. Yeah. It's and amazing and, 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 and Lewis how is big like, Lewis they is like, are that they made it right. this far. That they were friends right. this long, honestly. Totally. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, and and, and Lewis is like, oh, what? Well, I felt like it was gonna be like in Paris in like 2006, or you know, like it, 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 he's referencing like these old races they had when like Nico you got know what past it is, him though? and all this shit. Yeah. You know why it's? You know why it was good? You know why the relationship right, why? was good? Because uh, Lewis was winning. Because Lewis was winning. <laughs> That's right. At, because Lewis, it was it was the familiar can, dynamic. Nico Lewis can is engage. okay. Nico, yeah. Nico could lose and be like, ah, I almost had you there. And Lewis is like, ah, yeah, you almost had me. That was a good race, though. Good job, little brother. Like, right, as long right, right, as right. it stayed that way, it was going to be fine. It was the same thing in Spain. They had the same, mm-hmm. like, beautiful, like, oh, my God, this is a fucking – we're watching art. We're watching right. literal art. These guys have so much respect for each other. But you know what's it? Here's here's what's, Oh my god! Ready for a fucking fire point? And you know what? <laughs> Thank God! Now now the podcast is cooking. Now we're fucking cooking because let's get into the fucking headset of this thing. Because you know I've been in a lot of therapy and <laughs> and I also have a Taurus moon. Um, okay. So I uh, I'm very analytical with my emotions, which is which uh, you know helps in my career as an actor analyzing emotions. Actor. We we gravitate towards what is familiar even if it's bad for us huh. as human beings we are attracted wait to we what is as familiar. in tourist people or just people in general people period okay human beings gravitate towards the familiar even if the familiar is bad for you that's why people um you know that's why when you have a friend who's with like another person who's just like the last person, oh my god, why are they with them again? And then you're like, well, then you meet their parents, so you understand like there's a there's a dynamic of 
a childhood relationship, an early relationship with a parent or an early relationship with a sibling or, or your your first um, romantic relationship. You kind of like that's how you are. You learn to accept things and that's what you gravitate to yourself. That's the unconscious working. So when when we see Nico lose to Hamilton in Bahrain and it's like all like hunky dory and they're just like laughing and it's ah I almost gotcha because that was the familiar dynamic that on some level even though obviously Lewis was yeah like this is comfortable for me like stay in your fucking place and for some and and Nico like it was starting to starting to wear on him like I, this can't be the dynamic anymore like i don't you know what this isn't this isn't serving me this dynamic of always believing that you're better than me because if i believe that you're better than me and i believe that that you have the edge it's like the, it's like the nico hulkenberg curse nico hulkenberg couldn't get on a fucking podium and partly why nico hulkenberg couldn't get on a podium was because that was it was too almost unfamiliar he gotten familiar with not being on a fucking podium. So then when he's he had a chance to be on, on on podiums and he fucking dropped the fucking ball because when it's that new thing walking into the unknown of a new situation, that's why we self-sabotage. Because it's new and it's different and it's scary. Right. And Nico is staring at the abyss of like, do I am I going to walk into the abyss of like, what if what if I walked in through that door and I beat Lewis? And he, on some level, probably psychologically, like he uh, has, Lewis always was in this pedestal. As much as he might have said, like, I've always wanted to beat him, blah, 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 blah. But like these people, they, it's like a worm that gets into your fucking soul. Right. Lewis Hamilton, heavy water, he drowns you. Right. And, and, and Nico is comfortable drowning. Right. On some level. I mean, he's, got, he's, he's like, living in his father's shadow all the time. This is exactly. just a new shadow. Exactly. That's a comfortable place for him. It's a comfortable place. Is is there's there's another guy who knows more, is smarter, he's better, he's done more. He's he's the guy. I'm not the guy. He's the guy. Kiki Lewis. Right. That that you're you're you you're repeating, you're reenacting patterns in your life. Exactly. And Lewis is the pattern. And Lewis's pattern and Lewis's pattern is I'm going to fucking teach these rich little white boys that I'm the fu- that that I couldn't get into your club when I was a kid, and I'm gonna fucking own your. Club now, now I run. Now like I run it. the club. Now I run. Now the club. I run the club. Right, and and um and I think what's interesting is the spark that touches this whole thing off is so yeah. weird and random, and like doesn't even it doesn't even seem like English. It's in Monaco. Yes. And it and it's the example of like we're all good until Nico gets an advantage. Right. And then all right. of a sudden we're not good anymore. No, all of a sudden it's right. it's bad. It's 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 mm-hmm. there's it's sour. So if you guys to newer fans, you remember when it's like when Charles Leclerc crashed in Monaco and yeah. he had provisional polls so then they just stopped the race and people were like, "Did he do it on purpose?" It's like, "No, he didn't do it on purpose because like look how it worked out for him." And you know, he right. he you don't crash on purpose, but right. what happened was is he locks up in Monaco with provisional pole and he takes a slip yeah. road and then that triggers a double yellow flag, which like yeah. I'm just stringing together words that I didn't even know existed a, a, like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. And basically that gave Nico pole. Yeah. And didn't give Lewis a chance to improve because of the double yellow waves. 
Right. And that, according to everybody involved and everybody close to the situation, Lewis, when Nico did that, Lewis is like, I'm done with this. This guy's fucking dead to me. He's yeah. fucking dead to me. Yeah. And I watched a clip. I don't know everything. And do like Lewis was like, if you saw the data, if you saw the data that I saw, <laughs> right. you'd be just like, right. I mean, Nico's like a serial killer, basically. You know, <laughs> and so you look, his wheel locked up mm-hmm. and it's either crash or take the slip mm-hmm. room. Right. And I, I mean, look, he could have done it on purpose, but it looked like he just his wheel locked up. His, the thing right. like was smoking and he just was yeah. like, I think I'm going to avoid an accident. And he took the right. slip road. You know? Yeah. I'm a dirty little slut, so I'm going to choose to believe that Nico did that shit on purpose. And when I here's and here's the case for Nico doing it on purpose. When you watch, he 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 doesn't <laughs> Let's talk about the apex. He doesn't <laughs> hit the apex. Okay. He's coming into the turn pretty like in the middle of the road. He doesn't position his car to the outside of the road so that he can kind of hit that turn hard. Oh my god, He's you're way out of your depth here. He's coming in <laughs> in the middle. He's not moving to the outside to get that racing line. And I think these guys, like, know how to lock up a tire. Like, I think that, like, I'm going to choose to believe, because I'm a I'm a dirty little slut of lips with the drama, that Nico Rosberg intentionally pulled that move and did it very well and very uh, smoothly that he's an amazing actor. And made that happen because he wanted that pole position, and especially in Monaco, where pole is everything. I'm gonna choose to believe that, and um, and that's what kind of yeah, that's what really changed shit when it came to these boys. And it's like, oh, now the claws are out, the gloves are off. We used to fuck with each other when the dynamic was one way, but now it's like we're at the highest level. This ain't this ain't carding. This ain't GP2. This ain't Formula E. This is Formula 1, babe. This is Formula 1. Which is so crazy because it's like it it didn't I felt like it didn't have to end their relationship. Right. And I feel like if Lewis pulled that shit, Nico would have uh-huh. just rolled his eyes. You know, right. but because but these are the dynamics cuz that would have been familiar. Yeah. It would have been that would have been in line with 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 the power dynamic of what they are. Nico apologized in the press conference, and they asked Lewis to respond, and he says, "I don't have an answer for it." <laughs> yeah, and it just it just it just it just he's so catty and bitchy, <laughs> and he's such a little bitch in defeat because he's not. He's I know it's true. If you think about the the narrative of like, if you think about the narrative of that Nico actually just like didn't mean to, for that to happen and then like Lewis had that reaction then you're like oh my god <laughs> like yeah you know Lewis made his bed when it came to like this is what you know he he set the tone and is that really the is that i mean is that should that like even if he did do it on purpose are we mm-hmm. never speaking again is that the end of a relationship I guess I guess yeah, if I think you did it, it on purpose no. and you tell me you didn't and I don't believe you, then maybe that's the end of a relationship because we're not being right, right, because right, right. I think you're being deceitful Lying to me, right? 
but like can we we can acknowledge the fact that like people pull shit like that and it's not so crazy it's not so insane that people are going to do whatever it takes to get the advantage i mean um yeah but but i think again it goes to the it goes to like all these years of buddy buddy we're, we're a conditional buddy buddy right and that condition was that I Lewis Hamilton am the am the winner right and we can be friends and this can all be hunky dory as long as I'm on top so so that happens Nico wins and then and then Natalie Pinkham, who is also lives for the drama yeah she goes <laughs> she says she asked Lewis um, do you think communication is important Lewis says no <laughs> He says, no, I don't think communication <laughs> is important. And then Natalie Pinkham, who has a podcast called In the Pink or something, which is Whoa. Okay. fucking crazy. That's a wilder <laughs> name for a podcast than Red Flags. Um, In the Pink. Okay. what yep. She goes, so she lives with the drama. She, Natalie says, uh, what about mending bridges with your friend? And Lewis says, we're not friends. Right. Just... Publicly stating that we're that is such a middle school thing to say. We're not friends anymore. Yeah. It's like it's like remember when you had the five plan? Like your uh -huh. five friends and you you had more minutes when you it's like you're out of my five. You're not in my five yeah. plan anymore. You're off at my top twelve on, on my space. My <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my god, Lewis took Nico off his top twelve on MySpace. We're we're fucking millennials. We don't give a shit. We're going there. Uh, yeah, if you don't get it, if you don't get it, read a fucking S book. Read a book. There's plenty of books on this exact subject. <laughs> Who is in your top, <laughs> top five? Top twelve. <laughs> millennials, uh, Gen Z people, are like, what are minutes? Um, what's the top <laughs> for 12? Gen Z? It's your for Gen Z, it's your close friends on Instagram. How about that? <laughs> or your Snapchat. Hey, if you're Gen Z and you're listening to this, it's like your Snapchat. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like your snap. You, you know, you snap your little friends. He's off his. He's off his Snapchat. And he dude. makes it That's public. What, he makes it. He makes, he makes it spicy. It, he lets everyone know that he's not on my Snapchat feed. It's like it's like it's and, like and, and it, on his Snapchat feed, he posts like really actually like cool stuff about his day, just like what he's doing. He's hanging out. Like when he gets like a, a hey, like I got like a new a new dog, and like you're gonna see the new dog if you're on my Snapchat feed. But like Nico's not on that Snapchat feed anymore, so he's not gonna know what's going on in my life. And that's like and that's okay. We're just like we're just not friends anymore. Like we're not friends anymore, and that's fine. I remember our friend Billy and Adrian were married on Facebook, like. Right, and then we were like, we were, and we were like, okay, so they're forming an alliance. Brian, yeah. Yeah. we should, we should, you know, I, I don't know if we would have chosen each other, but we're who's left. So we're, yeah, we were, we were who was left. We're, so we're gonna form an alliance, and it's like we're together. Like, and if like you broke up with me, like if we divorced on Facebook, you know, yeah. like that would have been right. that would right, right, right. that would have been a to that totally would have been in play. That yeah. totally put up the thing. Oh, Brian and Matt divorce on Facebook. That's the level we're <laughs> yeah. talking about here. Totally. That's the level of maturity with like we're not friends. Changing my relationship status with Nico <laughs> Nico Rosberg to it's complicated. Remember, it's complicated. <laughs> yeah. That was the fucking status. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg understands human connections are nuanced. <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> where the fuck were yeah, we so after so after monaco <laughs> it was complicated with nico and uh <laughs> their, their relationship it's, it's, went it's from, complicated uh, 
to it's complicated. <laughs> um, to and then uh, you know after Hungary that year, when then Lewis disobeyed team orders, right, and wound up getting third in the uh, in the race when and where they were telling him to like you know leave Nico was on a different strategy give Nico let Nico pass and Lewis was like I'll let him you know if, if he wants to race me and if he can get close enough then he can then he can pass me but I'm not fucking pass, <laughs> I'm not letting him fucking pass me and um and the fight was on between these two boys because at this point in the early season in the early days of the season Nico's the one winning Nico's up and Nico's and and Lewis is having to like fucking like fight his way to kind of make this thing into a fight. And it gets to the point that in Belgium, in at Spa, on the second lap of the race, Nico's going to make an aggressive move on, on Hamilton, winds up bumping into him, punctures Hamilton's tire, and then Nico winds up getting third in that race when Hamilton was Hamilton's race was completely fucked and gets booed on the podium. He gets booed on the podium, and and um, Nicky Lauda, the GOAT, is, t- is like on an interview talking shit about Nico and he's like that was a stupid nude for Nico to make and I can't believe that he did it and like the claws are out even within within the organization right because I think from Nicky Lauder's perspective he's looking he's like Hamilton's the guy and that's what that's that said to me well Hamilton's like, his guy Hamilton's his guy he brought and him Hamilton's in. the guy and it's like he is you know Nico's getting in the way but neither because, but neither won a championship at that point it's kind of debatable like who's the guy at that point well lewis had won a championship elsewhere but but not in a right you're right you're right Right. you're right but but at at that team it hadn't been determined yeah right i think lewis beat him in 2013 but that was a sort of inconsequential year right um he beat him having joined that team new to the machinery so i mean that sort of speaks to lewis's talent over nico's Right. But I mean, I mean, then, but it's sort of like um, who shot first. It's like who the fuck knows because, but right. because you know, Nico could say, well, he was I, he didn't let me through, so I mean, he drew first right. blood there, and then Lewis right. will go, well, he drew first blood in Monaco with the, yeah, you know, right. slip road thing. Everyone has to have their their everyone has their narrative about like how, how it's been unfair for them. And that's we saw that play out this year, where it's like both Mercedes and Red Bull were like, "They're trying to get us. Yeah, they're trying to fuck us. We just can't catch a break with the FIA." Well, this so, is so legendary that they're, they're so dominant that their biggest opponents are themselves. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> it's like it's not it's not a question of like who like if Mercedes will win. It's just who among them will win. Right. Um. So, but then. Like the the rest of the 2014 season, Hamilton just kicks it into fucking like a new gear, and he winds up winning six of like the last seven races, right? And walks away with the championship. And same for 2015, um, he doesn't look back. Well, so yeah, so he wins in 2014, but it's close. And then yeah. in 2015, he dominates. Yeah. And 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 speaking to that thing, it's like Nico. It's like Nico put up a good fight. It's interesting thinking about like this thing, like how much fight does Nico have left in him? Because when you think about the story, it's like how much fight is is does Nico have? And it's like in 2014, like he put up that good fight and he gave it his all, but Hamilton won. And then in 2015, he comes in just like defeated. Yeah, he's and it's already like, lost. It's confirmed. It's confirmation bias. It's, he's lost before the fucking season's even started. Right. And Hamilton just dominates him that season to the point where Hamilton wins 
in and he gets his uh he gets his uh world championship victory in in the United States and this is where the infamous hat throw right because at the USGP Hamilton's racing if he wins the race he wins he's he he clinches his driver's championship and they're racing there and and on the first turn I think Hamilton pushed Nico wide um, because as much as Hamilton likes this, <laughs> this season, is like, how, that's some dangerous driving, man. That's some dangerous <laughs> driving. That's some reckless driving right there. It's like, no, all these guys have done all this shit. He pushes Nico wide. Nico kind of can't catch up. Hamilton cruises to victory. And in the press room, like in, in the pre podium room, which I've like, I'm so bummed that they don't do the this cool down room or they don't, the cool down room that they don't, they don't publish this. They don't, or maybe they do, but they, it's not on TV, but maybe with COVID it's all fucked. But there's the infamous Lewis is just fucking jazzed. Nico is sitting in the corner pouting. Yeah. Just, just, just fucking sucks. Fucking hate this shit. Yeah. Fucking deal with this shit for my whole fucking life. <laughs> just sitting there being like, fucking deal with this shit since I'm 15 years old. I fucking should have won last year, but I did win. And this year, you fucking watch it. Piece of shit. I fucking hate you. And Lewis just like feeling like a million bucks, being like, "Ha, ah, this is the dynamic that it's always been. And it will always be." Hey, this, friend, this feels good on me. I like this. Hey, friend, what's going on, buddy? What's going? On? Hey, buddy, <laughs> don't call me buddy, pal. Don't call me pal, guy. Don't call me guy, buddy. Um, Lewis takes he, there's the three Pirelli hats with the first, second, and third, and he takes he, he he's picking out his hat. He sees that he's got Nico's hat. Throws it onto Nico's. Throws it onto Nico's lap. Let me be a mensch, but also let me be like, there you go, number two. That's your. Know your fucking place. Know your fucking place. Know your fucking place. You know, in acting, there's a there's a um, there's a uh, theory about movement. It's a movement. It's it's a way of breaking down one's movements, and you can do things that are direct or indirect. So if I was poking you. That's direct. Mm-hmm. I poke you. It's it's light, but it's direct. And then there's a flick, which is indirect. I shoo you away. Flick, flick, flick. I don't care. You're nothing to me. And him flicking the fucking hat, just the levels of disrespect. I don't even bother. I'm not going to hand you the hat. I'm not going to, hey, hey, uh, here's your, I'm not going to place it over here. I'm going to flick it at you because you're... A little nothing. You're, you're frivolous. A little you're you're extraneous. You're a little fly. You're a little fly that I swat away. Right. I, I don't even pay attention to. There you go, little boy. Suck my dick <laughs> and, and eat my ass. So. And what does Nico do? And then and what does Nico do? Nico takes it, throws it fucking back at Lewis. Hurls it right at his head. <laughs> Or else it right at his fucking head. He's like, you know what you could do with this second place thing? You could shove it up your goddamn ass because you I'm coming your ass. for you next year. Next year. Hard. Now, I, 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 you know what's fascinating? And I don't really understand it. So, 20, so 2013, he loses. 2014 was close. 2015, he gets fucking, Nico gets smacked. Right. And then I don't really understand what happens. But something I don't know if he went to a sports mm-hmm. psychologist or like what ha- you know he went he went to Mallorca where mm-hmm. and and you know it's kind of like when uh, Bruce Wayne went to the slums to j- just kind of like learn how a criminal lives. <laughs> yeah, he went to Mallorca because that place is trash, and <laughs> was like he you know it was like Lord of the Flies, 
right, to, right, to, right. to learn what it was like to, to, right. to become Lewis, you know, to, to learn what it was like to come in the streets. He went to Mallorca where, the, where, the, where in England they say, pavos go. And... <laughs> Because apparently, if you don't have two fucking nickels to rub together, you go to fucking Mallorca. No, but he went <laughs> to his bat cave, wherever the fuck it was. Raza did yeah. some Razal Ghoul shit. Yes, to come back as Batman. And I think what it was was, as you're saying, like he can't believe that Lewis is better than him. Otherwise, he'll lose. Mm-hmm. And I actually disagree. I actually think okay. he. What if I were him? Let me let me let me speculate how a world champion thinks because I think I am a world champion. I have a world champion <laughs> level mindset. But I bet you it yeah. was something to the effect of, okay, I can't beat Lewis. I'm not better than Lewis in the abstract, in the matrix, in a vacuum. Right. But over the course of twenty three races, over over the course of a twenty I can beat him. Right. Over a like a like a small sample mm-hmm. size. Mm-hmm. If I can just, I have a little bit of tire left in my career. Right. If I could just burn right, right, rubber, right. and just do it all, like just, I have the little bit of Nas left. I can beat him over twenty three races or twenty one races or whatever the number was. And right. if enough things break my way, I can win. Mm. And I think that must have been his his attitude, like. And there was also this interesting thing, Brian, that came up, mm-hmm. which is there was these these new these new rules, these new technical rules. Mm. Radio, they were called radio clampdowns, which was like okay. they made it so the driver had to have more input on the car, and 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 that the the engineers couldn't just like rig your car, and they they couldn't tell you what settings to use if there was a problem, and there was a lot mm-hmm. of moments in races where there were the settings were off. And I and I can't remember what right. races there it was. I, you know, I'll go through my notes, but well, that the, in the Spanish Grand Prix, that was one of the things that happened. Right, Lewis had problems. He was in the wrong so, settings, and there was these great moments where where Lewis is like, "If I just name the different settings, can you say okay or not okay?" And they're like, "We can't do that. That's against the rules." And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like if it's this setting, just just. Just breathe heavily. You know what I mean? Like it's like he's trying to like right. cheat the system. Mm-hmm. And Nico Rosberg, I guess the implication might be that Nico is just better at doing his homework, knows the car a little bit better. I mean, right. Nico, like Lewis famously doesn't spend any time in the sim. I mean, right. And what's interesting, there's a press conference, and we're getting ahead of ourselves. But in the, after the Spanish Grand Prix, I think it was, yeah, where where the radio clampdown was an issue and he was like, and Lewis is like, yeah, the settings were fucked up. Like they fucked up. They fucked me. I mean, it's impossible. You know, like what could I have done? I mean, he's like, there's like all these buttons. He's like, sounds like me. Right. Right. All these buttons. What am I supposed to do with this shit? (laughs) Sounds like Michael Massey. He sounds like Michael Massey. And Nico very calmly, very coolly. And this season when he's winning, Nico has this, glow about him this smugness mm-hmm. i just watched as uh as good as uh something's got to give with um uh-huh. last night i was like i want a fun mo-. and that movie fucking slaps that movie's a banger yeah and it's it's you know diane keaton is sort of old this older you know woman who 
you know, is kind of wearing turtlenecks and kind of giving up on love. And Jack Nicholson is just this womanizing older guy and they find each other and he's dating her daughter, Amanda Peet, but then he finds her and they have this connection. And this woman, she's wearing a turtleneck and she finally gets the pipe. You know, Jack Nicholson Mm -hmm. finally gives her the pipe. And afterwards, she's like glowing and radiant and everyone's like, oh, my God, Diane Keene, you look so different. Like you got it's like she got the pipe. She finally got the pipe and right. his experience. That's Nico. He's finally exp- right. he's finally it's finally like he's out of the shadow and he's in the sunlight and he's got the confidence and he's actually like, well, the settings were actually the same for me. Like I had the same problem, but particularly, you know, I knew which buttons to push. I knew what settings to press and, you know, wasn't a problem on my end. Right. Sort of like right, 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 I'm right. smarter than Lewis. Right. And he goes, and the thing about these radio clampdowns, you have to understand in the press conference, he says, is there's more driver, it's more on the drivers to figure this stuff out, which is like, <laughs> yeah, you know, Lewis has been sort right. of, it's kind of like in F, the F1 video game where they rely on braking assists and all these, there's all these like, <laughs> all these assists. Uh-huh. And Nico's like, well, now the, there's no braking assist, there's no any assist, and you kind of have to do it yourself. And Lewis is like, well, I wouldn't say that. I would say, I wouldn't say it was more drive input. I think it's always been the same. It's just that the <laughs> the settings are more inconsistent, and there's we have, we're having a clutch. <laughs> and Lewis just taking responsibility uh-huh. for nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, if they both had the same setting problem, and Nico figured it out, and you didn't, right? That, <laughs> and if and if and if and if Lewis is like super talented and has never had to worry about shit like that, and Nico is less talented, I, I. Nico's the guy who has to eat box. He's got to do the foreplay. Right. She's yeah, not going to yeah, just yeah. get yeah, wet yeah, for yeah. him instantly. I believe <laughs> Nico's up there with the fucking 2,000-page manual looking at yeah. all the settings to get this car wet right. for him. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And the, and, and the engineers are like, the engineers are like, Lewis, can I suggest using some lube? And he's like, what's lube? <laughs> <laughs> What is what is lube? I'm not, and, and yeah. he's like Nico is like Evan in Superbad. He like packed his own lube. Uh, he's yeah, like I packed a yeah. I packed a bottle of spermicidal lube, and Joan Hill's like, oh my, like dude, these girls are 16. They're ready to go. It's like, oh my god, thank God you got lube for your four inch cock, Evan. <laughs> He's just gonna be psyched. You brought a bottle of lube. Hello, Evan. Thank you for bringing that lube, my pussy. I never want to be able to get it handle your fucking four-inch dick inside my pussy without the gigantic bottle of lube. Fucking idiot. She goes like 18 years old. They're not drivable ladies. They're good to go. Oh my god, you fucking, you fucking. I know that script thing. lives in you. That script lives in it you. It does. <laughs> it lives in me. So yeah. So I believe a hundred percent that. When the radio clampdown happened, Nico's just a nerd that knows the settings, right. and Lewis right. is like, "Fuck that shit! I'm going to like, I'm going to hang out with Rihanna." <laughs> like, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And that definitely that could have been the difference. Yeah. That literally could have been well, the Nico, difference. Nico came in. He won. He won the first four races. Yep. Comes in hot, winning the first four. Hamilton's having some also some some reliability issues. Then the Spanish Grand Prix happens, the famous Spanish Grand Prix, which which is also what's interesting about that was that there was I think Nico was had was in the wrong setting at that on that 
crash mm-hmm. where Nico was ahead and he was on the wrong setting, so he was losing pace because he was in like the regenerative, like when you're like charging up your engine yep. setting, which is like not for like overtaking and not what at the super high speeds. And Hamilton tries to make a move on the inside. Nico Nico pushes him into the grass. They crash into each other. It's fucking epic. No, it's, it's weird. So it's weird. It's so he sexy. runs. He runs Nico. He Nico runs Lewis into the grass. Nico right. uh, Lewis hits the wall. Does a crazy right. spin. And then mm-hmm. hits. Because it's, it's going into a turn. So Nico starts slowing down and Lewis's car is just like going basically like sideways almost. Like just flying down the fucking track. Hits Nico. Both cars are out. It's a DNF. And after this, um, what's it called? Uh, Toto was like, I'm not like, I'm not giving any team orders this year. I'm just going to let them fucking duke it out. Like I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm just gonna let these boys fucking duke it out. Because here's the thing, that's a smart move on Toto's point on Toto's behalf totally. because he could give an order, and yeah. they're just not gonna listen. They're just not gonna, It's only gonna make it worse. And it, and it's, and, and, and it's also and it's also gonna make Toto look weak. Totally. Because because Toto and they're gonna win the and they're gonna win the championship anyway. Yeah, right. and he kind of knows so, that. So, He's like, well, who gives a fuck? Because we're we're gonna they're gonna win the championship. So just let them do whatever the fuck they want. Um, they had they had the big collision. Although, do you think when Lewis yeah. was spinning, he's like, "I hope I hit fucking Nico," and then he feels the <laughs> yeah, collision, of course, of course. and he's like, "Thank God, we're both out." Yeah, he's like, "Sick." Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Thank yeah. God," because when he's spinning, yeah. he's like, he's probably thinking DNF for me. Maybe, maybe Nico too. Maybe Nico too. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Because because that could be um, the championship. Yeah. So then Lewis then comes back after that and is like he's on a tear. He wins six of the next seven races. That's how it goes this season. It's like That's it's, how it goes. It's like it's not like one, they're not trading ones. They're not right. trading wins. They're trading like flurries of wins. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's streaks. Because yeah, Lewis wins the six of the next seven. Then we, Nico wins the next three, and it's just they're they're just in this back and forth. And now Nico's in a new in a new place, which is like. No, I'm Lewis over yeah. my fucking dead body. You're in my shadow right. this year, right, bitch? <laughs> yeah, exactly. and he had to like. He, it took him so long to to tell himself that. Right, like, you're worth it. You're yeah. worth it. You're yeah. worth it. You're worth it. <laughs> he's like he's like looking at himself in the mirror every morning, being like, "It's yeah, yeah." And then like all of a sudden, he's like, he's in a room with him, and he just starts screaming. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, hey, hey, "Fuck you, fuck you, yeah. Lewis! <laughs> Is my voice loud? Am I yelling?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, and then the most iconic thing happens yeah. where they, they they talk to they talk to Nico. They ask Nico, okay, you know, what would you do if you were a team principal? And Nico's just like, I'm not a team principal, so I have so many other things to fucking worry about. Like, I gotta get some time in with my sports psychologist to like remind myself that I'm worth it. Right. That, <laughs> that I am worthy of love. Yeah. And I can be my own person and I'm I, I I am not you know I'm not Kiki Rosberg's son I'm Nico fucking Rosberg okay I'm Nico yep. fucking Rosberg I'm my own person my own person I'm my own daddy now and and they say the press goes they ask him you know have you spoken to Lewis about you know what happened and he goes um and he gives the long winded you know that's really like whether we've spoken that has to be kept internal like right. that's sort of between me. And the team and these sort of things that the, the, the really, you know, that's sort of proprietary jargon, 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 bullshit, 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 bullshit. 
And then another journalist is like, wait, like I get like how data needs to be kept sort of secret. And like the things that you talk about have to be kept secret. Yeah. But I don't understand why just whether or not you've spoken is secret. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he was like, well, you know, it's very complicated. You know, these team these team dynamics, they have to be kept sort of under wraps. And, you know, just the thing that's best for the team if, if it's kept that way. And then they say, okay, so if you say no comment, basically, we're going to take it safe to assume that you guys are not speaking. And he goes, well, I didn't say no comment. I've actually had an extensive comment, but like the subtext is no comment. <laughs> right, right, but, right, right. But he's saying, I didn't say no comment. I actually right. gave you just tons of words that actually mean not, nothing. That actually <laughs> sort of are saying that we're not speaking. Right. And it was just, wow. Wow, it's bad in there. Yeah. Wow, there's trouble in paradise. It's true. It's nightmarish. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, but um, I mean, it's just Nico like Nico is it's prepared. So, it's so fucking. Te- it's like imagine being like at a team meeting. <laughs> like they just fucking hate each other. It's crazy. It's like having Max and Lewis in the same team meetings. It's like the thing when the, it's like Max and Lewis can just. They're on different teams. They're, yeah. they're it's born competitors. That's our you're my competitor. That's the that's what's so psycho about F one is that like no like you're true truly the only person that's standing in your way is the person that you're in like every single fucking meeting with. You have the same car. You're you're supposed to be working as a team. He's your fucking teammate. It's just like it's like if you're two, if you're like two coworkers were in a great relationship and then they are going through a horrible divorce. Totally, and you're in meetings with them. Yeah. That's hell. Yeah. It, and they're the two most important people. Right. And your sort of livelihood depends on those two people. And it's, it's like hell. And you're supposed to be helping them accomplish the thing. It's like yeah, you're on the you're like if you're a mechanic on one guy, it's like it's like on, on either car, it's like you're in the law office of like a bitter divorce. But you're both well, it's, it's like the same it's law firm. The, the, <laughs> well then mean? does it become does it become do the do the mercedes do the lewis mechanics hate the nico mechanics does it right, become how- the crips and the bloods within <laughs> right you know within that i i don't know idea. that's actually an interesting thing i'd like to think that it's just like that everyone else is like kind of like and like if they're just <laughs> like giving each other dirty looks and just like storming out of storming out of a room <laughs> well because there was one moment where nico where nico's car like he like crashes the shit out of his car in qualifying like there's a suspension issue yeah I mean, definitely Lewis had more technical, technical, more like mechanical problems, problems that year. Yeah, that year than Nico. But Nico had a suspension issue and his car just gets like flung to the wall and they get his ready. He took a penalty, but he's starting like P7. Yeah. Forgot what race it was. Yeah. Oh, it was um, Austria. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nico was like, yeah, it was amazing. Like even Lewis's mechanics helped me get my car ready. And I'm like. <laughs> When he said that, I was like, wait, are they not allowed? Was Lewis like, don't touch it. You fucking put a (laughs) finger on his fucking car. And the way it was like, is that forbidden? Right. You know, it was just like, and he's surprised that even Lewis's mechanics were helping me. Right. Great team effort today. But he he just kind of like gave you like just a glimpse into what that team might actually look like. It was quite crazy. Yeah. You know, I think in Canada... did he get bumped by Lewis? It looked like he got bumped, but he might have just gone off track. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. But Canada was a horrible race for Nico. 
Baku is a Baku is always a shit show. Horrible race. For I love Lewis. Baku. Baku. Baku is the best race of look, the year. Low key, I want to go to Baku. I know, me too. So bad. It's, like, it's I'm so like, sick. I want to look up flights L.A. to Azerbaijan. <laughs> you know, I actually stopped when I flew home from Birthright. Um, we stopped. Like our our layover was in Baku. I was at the I was at the Baku airport. Did you see anything for like four hours? It was huge. It was really nice. Okay. There were birds flying in it, which is kind of classic. Yeah. But they were like, I just remember being like, it was so clean. It was the cleanest airport I've ever been in my entire life. Because that track is fucking <laughs> messy as shit. <laughs> they had to clean Debris. up the They had to clean up everything else fucking, around it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, that is the sluttiest track of it's the year. It's so slutty. That that's that's this that's the race where where they where 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 the 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 car's not getting wet. Nico's got the lube, right? And it's like and and Lewis is like, why is this car taking my dick? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's like this season. It's it's a back and forth, and also there's an element where it's like the gloves have it's 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 known that they like they're just at their place with each other. By this point, it's not like. Oh, now I really don't like you. It's like, no, that was like, that started in 2014. It was solidified in 2015 with the hat throw. And now it's just kind of like, yeah, we don't fuck with each other. We're just trying to beat each other. Like, no one's, Toto's like, and for those reasons, I'm out. Fucking Shark Tank style. Just (laughs) duke it the fuck out. See what the fuck happens. And It's like a parent with, with like a, like, like you two, you figure it out. Right. I'm going. I'm watching football in the next room. I don't care who started it. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> I don't care who started it. You need to figure this out, and I'll see you at dinner. I'll see yeah. you at Thanksgiving. And it just continues. You know, uh, Lewis is being such a little bitch. They're like on the radio. They're like, "Okay, so Lewis, you're on the soft tires, and Nico's on the super soft behind you." And he's like, "He's on softer tires than me. Why, yeah. why is he on softer tires?" It's like, right. "Don't worry." You're on the better tires. Just, just focus on what you're doing. And then I think Nico actually gets him on the strategy, right. gets past Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Hamilton catches up to Nico, and then Nico's got the inside line. And ha- this is a famous incident. Yeah, Hamilton's wide. Nico runs. Nico runs Hamilton wide. Right. Cut, they touch. Yep. And uh, Nico has damage. Hamilton manages to keep going yep. and wins. Yep. And Nico got and a, a ten-second penalty for that, didn't he? I, I don't. I don't remember. I think but, so. But, but, and Nico gets fourth with no wing. Right. Because Mercedes is just slap. I don't <laughs> fuck. No wing. I guess I'll take fourth. I guess I'll just <laughs> barely miss a podium without like an eighth of my car. But. Um, but then the engineer says to Lewis, "Okay, Lewis, well done, mate. Not the race we were after, but good result. Like maybe don't try <laughs> to murder your opponent." And Lewis was like, "I was on the outside. It wasn't me that crashed." And then and then and then I guess they did an investigation. Yeah. And Jenny wrote, "Jenny, Jenny who's has so many notes that it's cr- like I'm like <laughs> it's overwhelming. <laughs> it's overwhelming." <laughs> she Yeah. You're 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 amazing, Jenny. We love you, I uh, don't ever change. Um, but in the in the post race interview, it's just like they have this amazing way of um, 
of like saying like I'm not gonna talk about that, but then they talk about it. Right. Yeah. 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 And like they asked Lewis about it, and uh-huh. Lewis is like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna talk about that, but you know, I'm not gonna get into like whose fault it was or you know uh-huh. whatever. That's sort of not what I'm gonna do. But they're like, yeah, you because you kind of you kind of went for it on the outside, and it was kind of his corner. Uh-huh. You know, they were like, it was Nico's corner, right? Right. He goes, yeah, I'm not gonna get into whose fault it was, but I was ahead going in." So mm. I was ahead, <laughs> Let's and he did that. run me wide, <laughs> so he did crash into me, but I'm not going to get into it. You know, I'm above all that, but I was ahead, and he did crash into me, but I'm not going to get into it. It's like, right. you totally got into it. Right. And it's just like, just say that you think it was his fault. Don't yeah. be like holier than thou. <laughs> yeah, it speaks to, uh, it was, it speaks to uh, Lewis's that this season wasn't... Um, Lewis wasn't, you know, in his tr- in his power this season. <laughs> well, because they asked Nico about the same thing. They're like, okay, so was it your brakes that you ran wide or you're trying to run him off the road? Yeah. And Nico was like, it was a bit of both. <laughs> definitely my brakes weren't great. And I definitely was trying to run him off the road a little yeah. bit because I was trying to win. Right. And there was just like, just be honest. Right. Just be fucking honest. Yeah. And Lewis is just like kind of being this catty bitchy mm-hmm. you know it's never his fault he's yeah. always right i've never once except with alex alpon uh-huh. when he ruined his fucking career <laughs> as he was easily gonna win like he was like oh yeah that was a mistake right like that's the only time he'll ever take responsibility for anything right so yeah lewis totally lame uh yeah <laughs> louis there's a note here from Jenny. She goes where Lewis says, I left here knowing I gave everything I could. And then Jenny wrote, yeah, you gave your foot and an extra push on the gas into Nico. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I mean, this season just like Lewis is on the back foot the whole time. And, 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 and Nico's just has that cool i mean he looks sexy in all those interviews because when you, when yeah, you he, see nico now you're like okay i don't like he's blonde he's so blonde but he's also kind of like doughy he's kind of like doughy face like he was chiseled this season well blair blair remember we had a yeah. we had a guest on if you didn't right. listen get your fucking head of your ass and give uh the blair <laughs> episode a listen it's called will buxton's belt fetish right but she talked about how how nico wasn't just mm-hmm. he was all business. Yeah, no fun. That year he was so focused was all beating business. Lewis that hundred percent of his yeah. of his energy was not was a hundred percent of Lewis' energy spent on beating Nico. I don't know. I think I think Lewis beat Nico pretty easily. Right. And some of his time might have been spent with Rihanna, right, or whoever doing <laughs> and cool like making a epic deal. shit. <laughs> making a record deal because he's got he's so talented and things come easier to him than they do to nico yeah but um there's but this it, iconic yeah. there's a iconic thing in hungary after the hungary qualifying yeah it's incredible <laughs> they're in a press conference together because i guess i guess um nico didn't wasn't going that slow during a double yellow yes yes he was yes, called yes. them the stewards <laughs> yeah and basically they were like they were like, hey, so Lewis, so I guess like you you called the steward's office and uh, 
you asked about moving and during double yellows or going too fast during double yellows and the person that was called in afterward they're asking this roundabout way because right. then because then nico had to go to the principal's office right that's because that's the principal's office because 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 office. hamilton just like, asked a question at a like uh, at a uh you know at an assembly and was like yeah. hey so just so the double yellows we right. have to, <laughs> just hold on checking something checking something unrelated um we just <laughs> This is just I was just thinking about this. Like we do we have to slow down on double day yellows? And they're like Yeah. Yes. He's like, Okay. Okay, we just checking just, just checking. We have to slow down on double yellows. That's <laughs> that's what you're saying? Okay. Okay. Cool. Lewis Lewis is the person on Friday. Lewis like remember on it's on it's on your it's a Friday, it's two forty five, and the teacher forgot to assign homework. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my god, yes. I have to get the fuck out of here with no no weekend homework. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lewis yeah. is the guy being like, I'm sorry, did we do we have homework this weekend? And the teacher's like, right, you do. And you're like, fuck <laughs> you, dude. Ah, dude. <laughs> totally. And, and 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 what's crazy was they're basically saying, hey, Lewis, did you snitch on your own teammate? Which is a hundred percent what he did. He right. snitched on his own teammate. Yeah. And Lewis was like. No, I just believe that safety is important. Yeah. And like it's really important, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, double it's yellow. For everyone to know what, what, what president we're setting. It's like yeah. no bitch. And he's like and he's like and he's like, you know, people see this, you know, they goes down to the junior form. I'm we're trying to protect I'm trying to protect children here yeah, because they're yeah. gonna see this. And, Literally. And, and it's gonna affect I am basically saving it's lives. Such here. Bullshit. It's, <laughs> it's such bullshit. It's such bullshit. Sanctimonious bullshit. I'm just trying to keep people safe. Hashtag and grateful. the definition of a double yellow is to slow down <laughs> and to come yeah. to a considerable stop. It's a, he's like getting into the fucking legalese of it. And then Nico's <laughs> just sitting there being like, uh-huh, snitch, snitch. Yeah. Fucking, fucking and, narc. And then fucking it gets, narc and then they're like, And then they're like, Nico, anything to say? And, and Nico pats Lewis on the shoulder. I, I for, yeah. He literally goes, "Well, thanks so much for that statement, pal." Pats him on the shoulder, <laughs> and then launches into this like, "Well, you know, like I actually did slow down, and like it, it, given where we were on the track, like I was actually able to do that safely." And like, "Fuck you, suck my dick, nice try, but I'm gonna win this fucking <laughs> championship because it's my entire yeah. life's work." And he goes, and he goes, he also goes, "I actually went 20 kilometers slower," and like. And in 20 kilometers in F1, there's like a lifetime. And I actually slow down at the apex. And then, and it's like, oh, you want to get out the protractor at Ruler Lewis because I'm a bigger nerd than you. And if you want to get into the fucking legalese bullshit, you're going to lose that one because I live for this. Right. I live in the fucking technicality jargon world. And, and what's amazing is the other person in this interview is Daniel Ricardo. <laughs> yeah. Who's just sitting there like he hasn't become a star yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just quietly just scratching his face and just like just Yeah. He's it, it's he so was funny yeah. constantly in the mix there. Oh, that was like his best season ever. That was he like was his best amazing. Season. That's the season that everyone was like, that's that was the season that everyone was like, Ricardo's like the guy. He's like That was his fucking, Lando Norris. Season. That was his Lando Norris. That was like season. he's land he's yeah. that was everyone that was he's like. Young it was his first year just, at Red Bull because he had been Toro Rosa for the previous yeah. two years. His first year like on Red Bull and was was fucking killer that year. But he's constantly in those press conferences because he's always in the podium yeah. with them. Yeah, he finished third that year. Um, he, it, it's so funny to watch. He the finished press conferences. third that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny That's to watch crazy. the press conferences where you see all the, um, 
<laughs> you see all the guys, like the Maxes, the Daniels, the people that are going to be like players later. But they're like they're having to sit there because these are the press conferences with like six or seven people, and like it's it's Nico and Lewis just being like so bitchy and catty, either to each other or about the other person. Like Lewis is there talking shit about Nico, and everyone else is just kind of like sitting well, you know there also waiting it's for like, it to like stop. It's like when you watch like a, a a movie from 15 years ago or 20 years ago, and you're like, "Holy yeah. shit, that's Amy Adams!" Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Shit, roll. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. You're like, they're like they're like nothing characters in right. this thing, and you're like, "Oh my god!" And you watch that movie when it came out, and mm-hmm. you didn't know who that person was, right? And now you're like, and then you watch it again, you're like, "Oh, that person was fucking Amy Adams!" Right. That person, the hot girl in the office, Amy Adams. Right. Right. Anyway, okay. So um, hold on. Because I have to go. <laughs> so let's wrap this fucking shit up. So let's talk about the fucking end of this shit, which is th- this: the, how this season w- wraps up is that by the, the last four races, Lewis is down. And it's like the only, way that he, the, the only way that he can win is if he wins all of these races. But if Nico finishes second in all these races, he loses. So he's going to have to win all these races and hope that some bad shit happens to Nico. That Nico can't yeah. fucking do it. And in in some classic Lewis Hamilton shit, he wins every single one of those races. But also right. in the same and, and to your point earlier, which is that like Nico wasn't necessarily trying to be the best. He was trying to beat Lewis. And he was just trying to yeah. win. He was just trying to win. And he put he kind of put his ego to the side. He was like, I can fucking win. And and so he was like, fine, win. I'll get second in all these races. And just like that, yeah. he gets second in all the races. And the last one in fucking... In, and like um, Lewis avoiding Max, he, he was avoiding Lewis because he knew he exactly. just got to get nowhere near Lewis. Just let Lewis, and just then, let Lewis have pole. Just let Lewis get it, get that, get that lead. I'll just be right behind. I'll just be right behind you. I'll be beating you <laughs> while just, just following that. It's, it's actually poetic. Power bottoming. Power bottoming. Just like following <laughs> you and fucking you. Just, well, what's crazy is like but he, that's actually but where I'm he's most you. comfortable. Exactly, he's winning. He's actually winning in the shadow. Second place. It's, he's it, winning in the it's shadow. Second place. Exactly. It's so, and he's it's like, poetic. He's like, this is where I live. This, welcome to my world. Right. I'm going to beat you in my most comfortable place. Right. Welcome to my world, bitch. Truly. And, and then, but Lewis. So Abu Dhabi happens. Yeah. And Lewis takes the lead. And you're yeah. like, okay, if it's one two, th- like th- like Lewis is fucked, and there's nothing he can do, and but then Lewis, in Hannibal Lecter, <laughs> genius cunning, yeah, slows down, right, and goes, like just, and he knows that like he's he knows Nico's not uh, Nico's not gonna risk like passing him because right. that could you know yeah yeah, yeah. But he's gonna go so slow right that like Vettel. Or you know, or um, Verstappen could yeah. pass him, mm-hmm. and then or crash him, or ru- and ruin him. Yeah, and it's like, can can um, Nico Nico power off. bottom his way <laughs> to victory? <laughs> can he hold on to second as Vettel and Verstappen? And 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 I guess he had to get past Verstappen at one point in yeah. this race, 
And they're like, and even back then, you knew Verstappen was, a, they knew he was a lunatic. They're like, you got to be really careful when this happened. <laughs> and you could see, like, Nico has to, to win the championship, he has to get past Verstappen. And he's, like, trying. Yeah. And he's getting, he could have crashed. And it's, and I mean, it's PTSD really... watching uh, that Red Bull driven by Verstappen with a Mercedes <laughs> at fucking Abu Dhabi. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he gets past Verstappen, and he holds back. He holds back Vettel. Mm-hmm. And he gets second, yeah. and he wins. And he wins. He wins the championship. And it's just ecstasy. And he's jumping around. He's he's getting crowd surfed. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's like he's done the impossible. It's like he's broken the code. It's He, he beat he, fucking Lewis. But he, he also beat, beat himself. He, he beat, beat himself. The fucking, he yeah. beat the fucking block in his own psyche. Yeah. It's, yep. it's incredible. Yeah, it's like the most incredible, astonishing achievement in human history. This 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 beta, yeah. this yeah. this guy who lo- like who just lived in this. He was the gimp in his fucking claw in his fucking cupboard, right? Like in Pulp Fiction, he got out and was like, "This year, you're the gimp." <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm gonna win as the gimp. Right, I'm gonna win getting second. It's unbelievable. And then Lewis, they were like, Lewis, Lewis such was a such sore an Lewis. asshole. Such He's an such asshole. Such an asshole. <laughs> Dude, you have three championships. You're yeah. already like considered one of the greatest. Yeah. You're already, we had three at this point. Yeah. And that's when Lewis he is had, in the, giving the interview and he's like, he's like, well, you know, I had the most wins this year. So, yeah. <laughs> I did have the most wins. I had the most wins. And um, yeah, I mean, like, let's be honest. That's. You know, other things happened, but at the end of the day, like, who won more this year? Like, me. So, <laughs> in, so you could honestly way, consider... I won the driver's championship. <laughs> and it's like... And then and then it says... And then Lewis says, provided we're in equal cars in the following years, then there's more championships to win. So he implies that Nico yeah. had a better car. Right, 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 right. When they're in the same car! <laughs> they're yeah. in the same car! <laughs> Now, yeah. I know what Lewis is going to say that, like, his car had more problems that year. So, yeah, but 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 th- it's just like, you know how bad it looks for you to not be just magnanimous and defeat? Like, you've already won three times. Like, you could be, you could be like, he got me this year. You know, this year was his year. I'm going to go get him next year. You right. can look like such a classier guy. Right. You know? Right. It's it, It's like, why are you dying... On this one hill. Right. Like, take a long view. Totally. He just can't. I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like, Brian, you edit the pod more. You edit the pod more. You edit the pod way more. Yeah. But you know who's editing it this week? You. I'm editing it this week? Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But, 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 like, like, I have to edit it this week. Right. Could you? It would be like if I could edit it this week and be like, okay, you know, happy to do it. Right. Or I could edit it this week being like, fuck. Yeah. God damn it. You know how busy I am, Brian? You know how goddamn busy I am? What do you do? What do you do all week on your actor shit? I got a million things. I got pitches. I got this. Well, you got a fucking self tape. Like, I could do that. I'm kind of doing it right now. But I could really out. do that in actuality. It's right. like, be gracious in defeat. Give. When you give, give generously. Don't give and then take. 
Yeah. It's like you already lost, so you could lose with grace. Right. And And you know who you know who won with grace? And there's the poetry, Nico, the fact so then as you all know, Nico five days later announces that he's retiring from F one. And he's out this bitch. And honestly, the reason that we're doing this podcast today is because, like, it was crazy. He's 31 years old. He's, like, at the – he's still in his prime. And he and he fucking mic drops and leaves. And it really then puts into context, like, he finished his story. Like, his story was done. And – I think, like, if he had kept He racing, could have milked a couple more seasons out of it. He could have milked it, and then it would have muddled It would have muddled his no. story somewhat. Like, he was able to just be like, I think that's all I have to give. With, with, with he's like an artistic showrunner. He's like, yes. he's like an artistic showrunner. He's like, we're doing three seasons, yes. and that's it. Yes, and he could have stayed around. And the around. network's like, the network's like we, we'll pay for five. He's like, I don't, I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> he protected he protected the product and the product being his story it's like he could have done a fifth season of friday night lights but you know what after the fourth the fourth was perfect and you did yeah. a fifth and it was kind of nah you could have <laughs> it could have just you could have he could have took the money and run you could have been didn't. seinfeld and ended on top at the, as the number one yeah. show or you could have stuck around for a few more years and had the show suffer and blah blah blah, blah. but like he didn't do that he this whole thing is, and even in the course of this actual podcast, like made me respect Nico Rosberg like that much. It's made me respect him so much more. Like I fuck well, with. Well, Brian, you're a little brother. Like I mean, it just think about like how hard right. it is to like overcome yeah. right. that mentality. Right. It's close to impossible, and he even he gets it. Like he goes, he like in his closing, you know what, Lewis, who is a total bitch, right. Nico says, it feels like I've been racing him forever. Right. And he's always managed to edge to edge right. me out, even in go-karts, and he's just an amazing driver. Right. One of the best in history. So it's incredibly special to beat him because he's he, the level was so high. Like, he's, yeah. just, he's just giving it up to this guy. Right. Uh, and then they, they do an interview with so Lewis. They do an interview with Lewis, and he says, well, it's the first time he won in 18 years, so it makes sense that he was <laughs> <laughs> such a bitch he's so petty he's so fucking petty yeah. lewis is the most lewis is jordan right yeah lewis is michael jordan totally he just everything everybody's against me it's never my fault and I took that personally and i took that personally yeah and uh you know and nico got to walk away like the bigger man he got to walk away the like kind of you know and it, yeah it is a bit cringe a little bit like how but she changed his tune afterwards. But like he did what he like he needed to become that guy. I don't think that that's naturally who he is. Like the indignant, like fuck you. Like he had to like put on a thing. He had to wear a hat just to fucking get. Was this, he get even this indignant like fuck back. you? Was he even indignant like fuck you, or was he just focused? I right. can do this. Yes, I can do this. And his the ass whatever. Like, you deserve he, it. You could yeah, be your right. own daddy. Right. You deserve one moment yes. in the sun, right? In that Abu Dhabi desert, right? At night, yeah. You deserve to be in the sun by coming in second, yeah. and not letting Vettel catch you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, your true purpose, your true way of doing it, coming in second, power bodying, power power bottoming his way to a world championship, the Nico motherfucking. <laughs> 
Okay, Vankas, that is the fucking story. I fucking hope you fucking liked it. Um, you know what? We haven't talked about it in a while, but wait, give us a fucking rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Do it the both. We need it. We it, it's a, it, we love it. And share 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 us on your social media. We got some big stuff coming up. We got some we got some big stuff for this next season. Um, it's gonna be really fucking exciting. We have to, we have, we got some stuff in the works. We can't wait to share it with you. Um, but um, yeah, Vankas, stay motherfucking sexy. Oh wait, Kimmy book next week. Think Kimmy book next week. Gotta and, read it. Yeah, we're just putting it. We're we're, we're recording ourselves we're saying, saying it. it so <laughs> we're, so Fuck. we have to do it now. All right, I gotta read the Kimmy book. We're doing the Kimmy yeah. book next week. I'm gonna read that book. <laughs> okay, Vankas, we love you. Bye, Vankas. Uh,